0: Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. S A F M one oh seven F M in Gruenstadt. Twenty three minutes past eight on SFM. Um, it's off the pitch. Madler in for Lizette. Khan. nine o'clock is where we head it. At, uh, at which time, we'll be handing over to Matuma Manaka with the good vibes, the Friday edition. Nice to have you with us. Vui uh, amp vui good evening this evening how are you
1: i'm fine Manta. how are you
0: how's your social distancing going are you getting it right
1: no no dear. <laughs> no i'm not getting it right uh you know the current issue happened all of us ever so it's not really social distancing because you know, you've got big families you can't be you know how are you socially distance from your family Eesh.
0: Especially when you come home late and you're going to give answers. You're like, ah, before you, you know, you dress me down, keep your distance. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> we'll
1: take that conversation off air. But you sound <laughs> very healthy.
0: <laughs> you sound like a very healthy person right now. So it, it, you it, it, certainly it, are not, you know. It might just um, get you out is, of trouble and break the ice, you know. <laughs> you know, look <laughs> at it's it's <laughs> it's tough times, but um, the interesting thing is is the the possibly will be those unintended benefits. I'm thinking. That's right.
1: Okay, we take this off air. and are talking about cars right now. Yeah. <laughs> because I think this is going downhill.
0: Now this leads me to. Um, I'm I'm trying to think now. Remember. At some point, the government was saying that uh, we, we, we need to... Uh, use pool cars so that there isn't too much traffic. Uh, you know, sometimes mm. in the morning, people that leave uh, home between five and eight; those are the people that spend a lot of time in the traffic in the mornings, and those yeah. coming back from you know various places going home pick up traffic. Traffic is is, is just another story altogether. And and mm. to to offset that, you know, the suggestions around using pool cars doesn't that mm. change the picture for you?
1: It does. It does indeed. So we'll just jump straight into our tips for um, keeping safe whilst you're driving during this, you know, pandemic. Um, and it's going to be difficult to get people to, you know, pull cars because we love our cars as South Africans. You know, we're very brand conscious. I mean, like, you know, your car says something about you. And I'm one of those people who doesn't like having a lot of people in their cars. You know, um, so I think. The whole idea of actually pooling, although we've been talking about it for a couple of years, not necessarily because of the virus, Mm. just from a uh, carbon footprint point of view, um, just from a um, traffic congestion point of view, Mm. we haven't gotten it right. I'm not quite sure if we're going to get it right uh, now in this particular scenario. And what makes it difficult about this scenario is that it's a health challenge where, you know, breathing, <laughs> you know, is the thing that's going to make people, you know, affected. So when you've got many people in the car, three, four people, and then, of course, you're looking at taxis as well, when you're not taking necessary pre- precautions, that's actually going to spread the virus, you know, even quicker.
0: I can imagine, we, you know, collecting your friends, and before they get into the car, like, ah, man, don't be sanitizer. Where's your mask? <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm really big on the sanitizer, you know, part of things because of course, you know, you're touching a lot of things. Yeah. Um so in, in keeping yourself safe in the this particular time, mask is one thing, but you know, um getting sanitizer, good sanitizer is another thing. And then of course way to use it. You're using it on all the points that you touch. I'm talking from a driver's point of view. Right. So the outside of the door handle. Yeah, so you get into the car, steering wheel. So I had a test, I've got a test car today. Yeah, I've got um, a new Mercedes from um, Mercedes
0: in one city. Can we come and ride with the you? Thing I did. Can we of come course. ride with you? The boys are like, Yeah, we so yeah, yeah, have yeah, yeah, a mask. Yeah, mask. Uh, yeah. We, we, we're organized. In fact, we, we, we received our masks at at, uh, at work. Eh? We've got gloves, we've got masks, so we sorted. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, I've got sanitizer, so you sorted. Ah. So when you get into my car, Mancha, we're going to, uh, you know, wipe down the, the, the outside handle. And then when you get into the car, we can uh, wipe down the gear and lever for me, I'm driving. Um, your indicators, your steering wheel, this is a very important one, you want to wipe that one down as well. Basically anything and everything that you touch, the radio knobs, the navigation button, your longer lento, you want to basically just wipe down you know, any uh, point of contact, just from a driver's point of view. And of course, you reverse that on the passenger side.
0: Huh. hey, baguette.
1: And use air freshener. There's an air freshener that's basically, you know, um, anti antibacterial, you know, um, um, air freshener. That's going to, in inverted commas, kill bugs, <laughs> you know, mm. um, that you can also use in spray within the car. That some of them smell, you know, better than others. So it's, your, it's a personal preference. And you use that in the car as well, not just to make the air smell nice and fresh, but also, you know, to kill anything that might be, you know, uh, lurking. I I
0: wonder how many people who own cars are aware of uh, this uh, type of air freshener that you're referring to, um, to actually actively look out for it uh, so that, you know, we are seen to be doing right.
1: I think that a lot of the car wash guys, a lot, lot of the car wash companies are, mm. are into that. But I don't know about you and your friends, yeah? Because everybody's been going on about masks and gloves uh, and sanitizer. But wipes is also a good um, alternative for um, e-sanitizer. And yes, e-air e- freshener is uh, also a very important and effective you know, element. Because in your car, you're not necessarily driving around with your windows open. We're in housing. We've still got, you know, crime that happens every time you stop in the traffic light, for instance. You've got your air con on, so you don't particularly want, you know, the, uh, the outside air. So when you've got three or four people, going back to that example of pooling, um, are we all wearing masks in the car, and have you wiped the interior of the car down very well? Whilst we're on that topic, sanitizing the interior of the car is a good practice to do in any event. You know, um, coronavirus or no coronavirus. Particularly if you travel with kids, infants, babies, mm-hmm. and expectant, you know, women, because there are a lot of germs, you know, within the car. Remember what people do in the car: you eat, you drink. Um, sometimes you haven't, you know, uh, sanitised your hands or washed your hands mm-hmm. coming from, you know, different environments. And just on a normal day in J, without, you know, the whole, you know, health scare, you need to be making sure that your car is clean on the inside. That includes vacuuming it almost every day. And also remember that there are people who smoke, uh, which is going to cause uh, respiratory problems for infants. Um, so there's a lot of good reason why you should actually be looking after the interior of your car, just as well as you look after the outside of your car, um, but for a different reason. And this, in this instance, it's health.
0: And I'm hoping your law enforcement officers are listening as well, your traffic cops, your traffic officers and the police officers, because many times um, when they stop you at night, um, probably looking out for people driving under the influence, um, the experience I've heard personally is that they would if you stop and you don't get out of the car and you're sitting They would want to put their head inside the car to pick up the aroma as to whether there's a smell of happiness there. You know? Um. Smell
1: of happiness, I've never heard that one before.
0: Okay. you know um i've seen I've seen them do it a number of times, and I ask because it, it it's kind of scary when somebody just you know pops pop their head into your car, and then this other guy said to mm. me, "No, they just wanna check if you know there's a smell of anything that makes people um, extra happy, mm. and mm. then they take it from there mm. and on the flip side mm. of that, sometimes when police officers stop you, they actually want you to remain in the car they want you to talk to you." Yeah. in the car. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of confusing to yeah. navigate that.
1: You know, that's a very interesting point because after I picked up that Mercedes that I was telling you about, mm. I um, actually drove past a a, 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 a cop stop and I observed the fact that these cops were not wearing masks and they were not wearing gloves and I was thinking, what would have happened if these guys had tried to stop me? I'd be like, eh, uh-uh, no, like crack the window, like you know, just a uh, like you know a little bit. No, you can't talk to me, you know, in this way because you're actually violating the current law, you know, where the um, quarantine and spread of the virus is is you know concerned. Mm. So in this instance, I'm not quite sure if the cops themselves are fully um Afraid With the actual laws And what they need to be doing Because I don't think That they should be Talking to people You know The way that they normally Talk to us This is not business as usual I've actually been to companies In the past couple of days Where the security guard Is wearing a mask They've got hand, hand sanitizers Even no. in, in my States You know Um, They've got gloves You know how you normally Have to sign You have to hold This grubby pen yes. And you know Sign your name <laughs> Um Oops,
0: I kind of can lost you, you either, there. You? I kind of can lost you hear me? I can hear you now, yes. Hello. We're here.
1: So things have changed um, in terms of how we're actually, you know, interacting with, you know, each other uh, during this particular period of time.
0: Moving from there, because there's quite a lot. At least uh, I've I've seen some traffic officers with blue gloves writing tickets somewhere. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of interesting. Um, right, uh, you know, service intervals. Your car is due for mm-hmm. a service at a particular time. It, would that would the outbreak of this virus kind of affect how people uh, stick with their plans in terms of your car service intervals? Do you think?
1: Do mm-hmm. you? Do you know that when I went to pick up the vehicle, yes. that's what the dealer principal was talking about. Um, that's what uh, they were basically saying that they normally um, book sixty cars a day in that particular dealership, and on that on yeah earlier on today they only had had fifteen cars come through. So I said to I said to them, so what happens now? You know why are people not coming in? And she was like, you know what? They're afraid of you know the virus and all this kind of stuff, even though the dealership and a lot of dealerships that I've spoken with, they're very well equipped. They've got sanitizer everywhere. Everybody's wearing gloves and masks Mm. and all that Mm. kind of stuff. But the customers themselves are afraid to come in and get exposed.
0: And I just wonder what it means for for the customer now. If you all of a sudden have gone 500 kilometers more over uh, the stipulated uh, period, what happens to you and your plans and things like that?
1: Yes. Yeah, so that's what I was talking to her about. About what happens now, and she was like, customers are actually at risk of having their warranties cancelled because you are booking your car in for a service closest to the time that your service is required. Now you're not coming, and then when you don't bring your car in, um, you're still going to drive around. You're going to go to the shops. You're going to buy go to buy another you know bottle of hand sanitizer or whatever the essentials that you believe need, uh, need your the use of your car, but you're not taking your car in for service. You're putting mileage on your car, and you're actually going to void your warranty. That's the danger, and that's the message that I wanted to get across. So, if your car is due for service, do not stay at home. Do not stay away. Call the dealership. Ask them, you know, what measures they've taken for your safety. And remember, you just dropping off your car and you know going back, maybe somebody's going to pick you up, or you're using a pool car from the from the um, dealership. But you cannot not service your car. It, it will catch up with
0: you. Hey, I Finally, this is <laughs> load shedding and driving. Hey, mm-hmm. man. How my, my robot my four-way stop, hey, it's not happening there, man. We need points <sighs> people.
1: Yeah, it is. Actually, a producer was talking to me earlier on about how he had had an incident where he was driving last night in a particularly dark area and um, because it was at night, he was affected by on time traffic's bright lights. And that for me was a different angle to the whole driving safety during no cheating. Um, I think people just need to be aware of the fact that the impact of bright lights into somebody else's eyes could actually cause an accident because you basically blind that person for a couple mm, of seconds mm. Because it's dark. And this is where I call on government, like, hey, we need streetlights. And I don't understand why we don't use fluorescent paint, you know, to mark our roads. We've got enough sunshine to basically, you know, bounce that that, um, reflection back at night, particularly in areas where you might not be able to put streetlights in. But for us, as motorists, you just basically need to drive a little bit slower, with caution, and hopefully you're not driving in an area that you are unfamiliar with, because then you won't quite know, you know, how the road curves or whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. But... Try to keep your, your lights on dim and only use bright when there isn't oncoming traffic. If you're driving one of those cars that doesn't automatically dim your bright when you are you know, approaching oncoming traffic, then you're going to have to remember to do so physically. Part of you yeah. wanting to use bright lights um, uh, is because you want to see gray. But what happens yeah. when both cars facing each other are both on bright? Neither of you can see what's happening, and you are you know, um, on a collision course for having an accident.
0: Basically, it's not a good idea to drive with the lights on a high beam. Basically, behave, behave, behave. So, and so we, a driver, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Don't worry, <laughs> got my glove, got my mask, bring the sanitizer. <laughs> we'll get into your test car and then have a bit of a joyride. How about that? Cool stuff, you are fantastic. And that conversation we'll have, ne? that other one. We'll have.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool stuff. Thank me. you very much. And everybody out there, please drive safely and be cautious and aware of other drivers around you.
0: As always, is we many thanks and have a fantastic weekend. You too. That's William Bo for Motoring Journalist at Driving in Hills. You had this, there's many tips. And, of course, if you have any other tips to share, 41391 is an SMS line at only 150. And, of course, you can always give us a call, 11 or 11 And, of course, uh, uh, hashtag um, SAFM off the pitch. Twitter us or Facebook us at SAFM Radio. It's 22 minutes to 9.